Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Winning in Life Without Losing Your Mind podcast. I'm Dustin, your host, and I want to take just a minute before we get started in this and let you know how you can follow all the content that I'm releasing right now. Obviously, on all audio podcast platforms, this show is available weekly. If you're hearing this for the first time, I'd love for you to subscribe and share this with your friends. Please rate and review. That also really helps. All of these podcast episodes are also available in video formats on my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes of this episode. Please subscribe for free there and ring the bell for notifications of each video that drops throughout the week. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find me at Dustin Peed. And lastly, every week I send out a free newsletter of curated content and inspiration for you in each of the five topics that I cover. If you would like exclusive content, you can join that paid subscription to the newsletter for as little as $8 a month for an additional member-only benefits on Substack. Now to the show. Welcome back to Five Questions With. I'm your host, Dustin Peed, and I'm so very excited to have another very special guest with us today. Good friend of mine and all-around creative guy, Ryan Furr. Ryan uh, is in Indianapolis, and uh, I've known him for, for many, many years. And back in the day when we would share the stage together, people thought we were brothers. I don't, know True. If, I don't know if you can see the similarity or not. One of us has an epic beard, but we're both wearing black hoodies. So I think, I think we get it. Yep. Ryan, thanks for joining me, man. How are you doing today, bud? Yeah, man, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for my audience who doesn't know uh, Ryan or what he's doing, hopefully at the end of our time today, you will know what he's about and uh, you'll lean in a little bit more. But like I said, Ryan is from Indiana uh, and he's worked, uh, over 20 years in the creative field as graphic designer, worship leader, creative director. Uh, and now he's a professional videographer and owner of Ryan Fur Creative, which we'll put that stuff up at the end and in our, in our description. But Ryan is um, one of the many people in my life that has challenged me and encouraged me uh, along my journey of creativity. And so when I was thinking about this topic, there was really an, it was an easy, yeah, I got to have Ryan on, uh, to talk, to talk about this stuff because Ryan is one of the most, uh, humble people I know. Um, but he just has such an amazing creative eye and an amazing creative vision. And so I wanted to kind of bring him on today to share some of that stuff with us in our five questions. And so we're just going to dive right in, uh, with our first question, Ryan, uh, who is someone I talked about, you know, I, I've kind of gleaned some stuff from you over the years. Who's someone that you have looked up to in your creativity, maybe for a long time or maybe even just recently? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, man, it's kind of a hard question because I feel like you're probably the same in that, like, I follow so many people in so many different ways and uh, am constantly kind of looking for inspiration. Um but honestly, thinking back on it, um, the one person that came to mind was my mom, mm. which is um, interesting. You know, it's not another videographer, worship leader, anything like that. But um, she is she is super creative. Um, she does music. She 
paints has done a lot of different things um, over the years. And um, the thing that really brought that to mind was just that like she didn't ever, from my eyes anyway, try to over commercialize any of it or anything like that. Like she was creating because she loved to do it. And um, that it was just kind of a part of who she was. And I think that's where, where mine comes from too. But um, I see a lot of similarities in just the, uh, the kind of evolution of where we're using our creativity in our lives and everything. And I mean, I see you're still doing it now in a lot of different ways. So um, that was super cool. Um, And there's, there was one other person that comes to mind that I've worked with for, probably the past five years. Um, his name is Joel and he's a creative pastor at a church called the point, um, in Seymour, Indiana. And, um, just working together with him, he is one of those guys who is super creative, but, um, he is also, um, just like he executes the plan. And I feel like that is so hard (laughs) a lot of times for, um, creatives. We have all these big ideas and, um, all these things we want to do, but the execution is difficult. And even to the matter of, um, he is like a super pro at, uh, delegating (laughs) tasks and really just using his team to, uh, to get it done in a good way. And just, kind of empowering people to do their thing and not micromanaging the whole process and everything. So um, I really just have truly been inspired to um, to try to be that way myself from him. Yeah, it's amazing how, uh, how creative people or creative professionals are drawn to what I call the type A creatives. Uh, that's me. I'm yeah. very much a ta- I'm very much a type A creative. Yeah. I have a, I have a lot of creative vision. But I'm, I, I really lean in on uh, that Thomas Edison quote, that genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Yeah. And that ideas are a dime a dozen, right? Yeah, like songwriters sure. have all these, that's a great hook, that's a great line or whatever, but when are we actually going to sit down and get this thing written and, and how are we going to release it? And, you know, things like that or, or videos, right? Like I have this great idea for a video. Well, are you going to storyboard it? What's your work plan? What's your rollout plan? Like all these things, right? Yeah. So being able to have uh, people like that in your life, I think is extremely invaluable. Uh, as you've, as you've uh, been in these creative industries for over 20 years, Ryan, what, what's one big concept that you think most creative professionals miss? I think one thing that comes to mind is just the, um, the value of working with a team, um, the value of getting outside input from other people because we can a lot of times be super (laughs) um i don't know we just take our creativity very personally and we can easily feel um threatened by other people's ideas or just when they don't see things exactly the same way we do but um i feel like i saw it a lot in um in music even just the difference in writing a song on your own versus Um, maybe you come with an idea, but you come together with a group with a band or a couple other songwriters or whatever it is. And just how much better the end product is, um, from going through that process. And, um, I just, I feel like I've seen the same thing in all aspects. Um, now that we're doing video and everything like that, having a team to kind of 
brainstorm and hash out ideas and really refine a vision for something. And um, I do think that's something that we can tend to miss, especially when we're starting out in a position like that. We're so used to working on our own and moving into working with a team can, it can be difficult. Um, so I think just, I would certainly encourage people to just lean into it and don't hold so tightly to your ideas that they have to be exactly how you thought they were going to be. Um, and realize that just a greater vision can be, can be made with a lot of different input. Yeah. Wow. That's so, that's so simple, but so powerful. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of creative people like us need to remind, remind and remember, uh, remind themselves and remember that on a daily basis. Uh, yeah, I, that was I, for I, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to get, um, I want to get into your creative process cause that's what fascinates me the most. But before we do there, before, before we get there, where, where do you find, uh, especially specifically now in, in your videography role, where do you where do you look for for inspiration? What are the websites and the Instagram accounts, uh, or the people, or the or the films that you mm. go to and that you follow, and you go, wow, that is so inspiring to me. It makes me want to go out and create more better things. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot of places. <laughs> Just give us a few. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I I watch probably more YouTube than I should. Um, and there's a, there's a ton of great creators on there. Um, even from the more well-known ones like Peter McKinnon and, um, those kind of guys, there's another, um, guy named Mark bone who is, he's a little more specific in like a documentary filmmaker. Um, but just, uh, the way he approaches things and it's all really, um, I don't know, just feel super real, authentic. His images are always beautiful, but at the same time, he's, uh, he's just very practical in his approach. And, um, he has a course to like the art of documentary, I think it's called. Um, nice. but he's one that has, has truly been that way. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else on, gosh, there's a lot on Instagram that I follow too. Um, but I think that, uh, oh man, I can't think of the guy's name right now. <laughs> he's a, uh, he basically does live production. So he's doing like oh, calling out the live video production for, um, like elevation worship and yeah. some other places. So he's, he posts videos where you can hear him directing the camera crew and calling out oh, the angles yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, I've it's heard, incredible. <laughs> I've heard their I've heard their MD videos, their music director, uh, their music director videos. They'll put on Instagram reels and stuff like that, where yeah. you can hear their music director calling out uh, yep. the stuff, and that's always super fun to me because I love the process, which gets us into our fourth question. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like over twenty years of you doing this, I didn't even tell people that you like launched and created this like really super amazing uh guitar pedal company that uh <laughs> i still i still have you know pedals yeah. from um but like over over the years you've you've created and you've been in so many different creative spaces i'm sure your process has refined over the years can you just yeah. briefly quickly break down for us what is your creative process right now so i mean i think the specific creative process changes constantly you know yeah. with projects and things like that but i 
I guess the overall creative process, um, I think that over all of those times and all of those um, successes and failures and, um, you know, everything, learning everything from those mistakes that were made in everything previous has really gotten me already to a much better place of considering here are the big ideas and then narrowing down to, okay, what's realistic. Um, but even bigger than that, I think the, what it's all come down to is what is the purpose of this project or whatever we're creating here and really making sure that everything around that aligns with the vision or the purpose. And that helps you to really weed out those ideas that could be really good ideas, could be something super cool visually, but if it doesn't serve um, the vision or the purpose, then um, it's really not necessary. So I think that's where my process has really started to change. Like I said, it still is all the time. Um, but just finding what serves the story, um, what is really going to connect with people and overall with everything is just trying to be authentic because I think that's what, that's what people connect with. And there are a lot of people, um, producing things, um, you know, taking on creative things, but you can tell that, um, that they're trying really hard. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. And oh, I think just, makes total sense. um, any more people want to connect with a person, they want to see something and hear something real. And even coming down to just what social media has done for a lot of bigger corporations and stuff, they've realized that people don't want to see this big corporation. They want to see the people behind it, you know, and um, connect with that. So, yeah, not sure love, that really answers the question. <laughs> no, I love I love it because I think I think uh, a lot of times uh, with creative process, people feel like they have to have it written in stone. Yeah. Um, and, and I've definitely and I think we all have refined our processes over the years where we're like, OK, that doesn't really work. Um, but this mm -hmm. is what works better. But I love what you said about serving the story. I think no matter what your creative outlet is, that that is really great advice to constantly go back and go, what is the story that we're trying to tell? And is what we're producing? Is this, is this part of the process? Is this piece of the content? Does it serve the story? And if it doesn't, you know, it's, it's worth revisiting and saying, is, is yeah. it really necessary? I yeah. think that, I think that's huge. I know Pixar is, uh, taught us all a lot about, you know, serving, serving the story because they're the masters of it. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me end with something, uh, with a really practical question, more practical than we've, I know we've had some practical questions already, but just yeah, um, sure. a, a super practical takeaway, uh, for those listening today, what, what's one thing that I can do today to be more creative than I was yesterday? Man, I've watched a lot of things about this and heard lots of great ideas. Um, like getting out of your normal environment and things like that. But um, honestly, for me, I was thinking through, I'm following all these people and constantly seeking out inspiration and all these things. But what really stifles my creativity, I think, in a way is um, when I get caught that I'm constantly comparing myself to what those people are doing. 
Um, and so for me, I thought, you know, to, to really be creative, um, there's an aspect that we can get inspiration from other people, but at some point we really have to, um, be creative from what's in us and, um, come up with our own ideas, try to develop our own style, whatever that may be. But man, I just think the, the comparison game is not a good one. And, we never win <laughs> because there's always somebody better. There's always somebody further along than we are or more accomplished or more successful. And I just feel like that is such a killer of creativity in every way. And so um, truly just knowing that we're all creative, we're all in different places in our skill level in our experience and that's okay. And just to truly, um, take hold of your own creativity and, and be confident in it. I love that. You're the first person that I've asked that question to who answered it with a don't instead of, <laughs> in, 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 instead of a do, but you're so right. It's a great warning. It's a great guardrail. I think for us as creatives to not, uh, so easily fall into the comparison trap because we are going to YouTube and Instagram and websites and uh, you know, books and podcasts and TED talks and all these different mm -hmm. things for, for, re, for, uh, for inspiration, right. For research. Yeah. And then we get in and we get into those contexts and we often leave those things feeling defeated because we'll never be X, you know, mm -hmm. and we start comparing ourselves to them. But, but what we need to remember is that we're not, we're not supposed to be them. They're them. Right. right? We're yeah. supposed to be us and to, yeah. and to tap back into that authenticity that you talked about earlier, uh, that's where, that's where the real magic happens is if you can mm -hmm. tap into your authentic self and what you have uniquely brought to the table, which may not be like a super clear revelation, but as you practice it, right, you start to grow that muscle. One of my favorite, um, yeah. people in creativity, I've interviewed him here on this before, uh, Stephen Brewster says that creativity is more muscle than magic. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is just, a, we have to just keep flexing. We have to just keep using it, keep using it, keep using it. Uh, and then it's not just going to be some magic token because we're watching everybody's Instagram reels and their YouTube videos that that's all that stuff took, you know, endless amount of time yeah. to develop. And we're watching it in 90 seconds going, how come I can't, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And half the time those guys have a team of 20 people behind them. That's exactly. <laughs> we forget about that. You forget about that. You're so right, man. That's so good. Just to, just to kind of crush the self comparison game. I think we really takes, uh, takes us to the next level of our creativity. Um, well, I wanted to let people know where they can find out more about you. Uh, if you want to see all the amazing things, but don't compare, uh, to what, uh, to what Ryan's doing, you can follow him and his team on Instagram. Uh, at Beardly Creative. Uh, that's where I keep up with Ryan the most. Um, and if you just want to see like what a super beautiful uh, website and, and cinematography looks like, go check out his website uh, at ryanfur.com. Two R's. It is, uh, it is gorgeous. I was gawking over it this morning. <laughs> and, uh, and some and some of the shots and some of the cinematography and the lighting and i know i know it takes a team of you it's not just you but it's your vision sure. that you're executing and so i want to tell you you're doing a doing a great job and uh if you're interested in uh and partnering with ryan in any way i'm sure you can find out all the information on his website so thanks again ryan for being a part of this i really appreciate it yeah man thanks for having me 
Awesome. I would love for you, if you're watching this, to subscribe, ring the bell, share this with your friends. We do these things every Thursday, five questions. Um, we cover all the all the topics uh, on my website. We cover this creativity. We cover process, which we dabbled into a little bit today. We cover team culture. We cover mental health and Enneagram as well. And so I uh, would love for you to, like I said, like, subscribe, ring the bell. All that stuff helps uh, me produce more content like this. Uh, and I can't wait to talk to you next time on Five Questions. Thank you.